0: What's up, everybody? It's time for another Ghost Cult Magazine podcast. I'm your host, TV Today's podcast is an interview with John Schaefer of Demons and Wizards. Demons and Wizards' new album, 3, comes out February 21st from Century Media Records. Check it out. The Ghost Cult Magazine podcast welcomes in John Schaefer, the legend of Demons and Wizards. How are you doing, sir? I am fantastic, man. Congratulations on the brand new, it's sort of hard to call it a comeback, but the brand new Demons and Wizards album three coming out uh, February 21st from Century Media, man. Fantastic job,
1: first off. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, we're we're really proud of the record.
0: Yeah, man. I can't. I can't. I probably don't have enough superlatives to compliment this record. Uh, I'm. I put the review on another writer on my site because I don't think I could possibly handle writing about it. It's so. It's, it's hard like of course, you know, expect like high things after those first two records are such classics, but this is just like you guys never stopped like this could have came out in two thousand and six, like one year later after a touch by the king.
1: yeah um, you know it's it's very uh, it's a very diverse record, and I think that a lot of that is just because of you know the time with hansi and i both have grown as individuals and that is always uh, going to be a reflection in your writing and in productions and stuff but the three of these songs uh new dawn invincible and uh, uh universal truth and actually like half of midas disease were all composed during the incorruptible album cycle and i sent those the the first three I sent to Hansi um, in 2016 and he worked up some ideas and, you know, we had to put the whole thing on pause because he was doing the legacy of the dark lands vocals for their, um, you know, the, the uh, classical, Album that they did, and I was out doing the Ice Earth World, Incorruptible World Tour. So, you know, we we put it on pause until uh, later in 2018, and that's when everything started. And the, and the writing just went super smooth. So, but the. The the only thing that we determined early on is that we wanted to embrace our love of classic rock a little bit more, and you know my goal was to write a big classic rock epic. So basically, and it ended up with two. So basically, there's Children of Cain and Timeless Spirit that I would I say fall in that it's kind of a category and uh you know the rest is a lot of there's a lot of different moods and emotions on this and and some of that comes from the tuning i mean some of the dynamic certainly comes from that because there's four different tunings on this record but a lot of it's uh you know it's just it's just a reflection of what's going on right now with us and and the thing is with hansi and i's chemistry we've been like brothers for 30 years so even though we in 15 years, we haven't made a record. We, we have visited each other and hung out whenever there was an opportunity, but I started some blind guardian have exploded like on a global level. And those, those are our main bands. So obviously that took a, took a precedent and, you know, it just, it took us that this long for our schedules to line up, to be able to focus in on a year and do some live shows and a production. And, you know, that's where we're at.
0: Awesome. So much to unpack there with that great answer. Thank you, John. Um, you know, I was thinking to myself that, you know, in addition to how tight and seamless the record sounds and the performances are so good, uh, is it fair to say that you guys uh, helped yourselves by touring a little bit before sort of the run-up to this album? Because it definitely sounds like, you know, you guys are firing on all cylinders.
1: Uh, No, actually, um, it's... that's The the album was finished before we ever started live shows. Not with Hansi's parts, but all of the music was done. See, I started... Basically, I went out on a big hike in Arizona after the Ice Earth World Tour ended in 2018. I went out to the desert for, and the mountains for like a month just to clear my head because I was suffering from pretty serious burnout from the years the previous year. So I wanted to get recharged before I started really devoting the time to Demons and Wizards. So I flew over into Germany in October and Hansi and I had our meetings and we set the plan into motion. Then I immediately started writing when I got back and master tracking took place in February of this year. And the album was completed by March 15th. You know, drums, bass, rhythm guitars, lead guitars, keyboard parts, all of that stuff was completely finished and arranged. And then I took off to Germany in May to get a a different lineup together for the live shows. So... The, there isn't even any of the same players from the live tour that were on the record uh, except Jake did three, the guitar player, I started the other guitar player did three solos. He guessed it on three spots, but that's it. And I played, uh, you know, all the bass, rhythm guitars, lead guitars, acoustics, mandolin, like every pretty much everything and arranged everything here, but everything just moved really fast because it, I mean, once the ideas were there, I, uh, you know, I've been doing this a long time so I can move through a production quickly because we work really long days and we're inspired and there's a lot of energy. So, you know, so that actually didn't have any, any bearing on it. It probably affected Hanzi a little, but I would say more um, from the aspect of like the, he did most of the vocals in Germany. Um, and then there was like two and a half or three songs to finish up in Tampa once the U S tour was over. So we went down to Tampa, and um, it finished his vocals and mixed and mastered. And you know, here we are. So that's that's pretty much how it went down.
0: Right on, man. Al, Jake is so great. And he was so great live uh, with the band uh, when I caught you guys in the fall. He's unbelievable. And what a great compliment to you. Whatever whatever project it is, he's a great compliment to your playing.
1: Yeah, Jake killer, man. He's in fact, I'm producing the next Witherfall album. Um, it, we in Los Angeles. We're going to do drums out there and then we're going to do all the rest of it in my studio in Indiana and then mix in
0: Tampa. So we're starting that pre-production in the third week of March. But
1: yeah. Jake is a very talented musician. And, uh, but you know, he, he just, like I said, just did a couple guest spots. Some of the other solos that are on there that Jake didn't do are done by Jim Morris who played on the, the first two demons albums. And, uh, you know, I, I I played the bass on almost all of the Demons and Wizards stuff on this album. I played, uh, I, Ruben played, we have two songs, I think, where he, maybe three that we ended up using uh, because he's got such a killer style. He's a fretless player and I wanted that tone, you know, in some of the tracks, but... So, you know, it's a very, it's, we worked with five different engineers and there's a lot of talented people, regardless of what Demons and Wizards does in the future, has done in the past. It's always, there's always different people involved, but the it's Hansi and I's thing. We know what we're doing. And so, you know, whoever we work with in the future for recording stuff or doing live stuff, it's going to be top notch. That's crazy.
0: Indeed. Indeed. Uh, let's talk for a second about composing because obviously I know you write a lot. And, you know, when you have to sort of like, in your mind as you're writing things do you say like this is definitely a song for Demons and Wizards and Hansi or I'm gonna keep this back for Ice dirt. do you have those moments or you just kinda go with the flow no. Well, I'm really not I mean the it's it,
1: like I said three of these songs on this record were written in fact the song invincible was called incorruptible and a couple of the guys were really bummed out when I decided to pull it out of the the iced earth record because you know other de- other ideas were developing and you know we we had a uh, whatever however many songs were on there we we honed in on it. and I, as much as I like the other pieces I just thought yeah you know I'll just send this stu- send this stuff to Hanzi and see what he's feeling from it so it's not really like that because when I go on a specific mission, that's what I'm focused on. So when when November of last year hit and I got back from the meetings in Germany, it was all about Demons and Wizards at that point. And though Hansi had had worked up ideas vocal ideas on top of stuff i sent him from ice earth's writing sessions i mean it's it's my music you know what i mean so it doesn't really it doesn't really matter it's just about whatever task i'm faced with at the time like the next when i start writing new ice earth material which is going to be you know at some point after i finish uh jake's production in witherfall it's just going to be you know Focused on that. So, my target will be Iced Earth at that point. And I, I don't, there may be come, come some, something that normally when I'm in writing mode, a bunch of ideas happen. And then I start to hone in on which ones are we actually going to focus on. So, there may be some pieces of music from my next writing sessions where I say, oh, you know what, I will send that to Hansi. It, that's a possibility, but it's not really, you know, the, typically when I'm writing a song, if if i'm writing the the lyrics and the vocal melodies as well as the music then that's almost 99% for sure going to be an i star song if it's um, if it's something where it's a really cool piece of music but i'm not I'm not sure where to take it lyrically or I don't really, you know, it's not hitting me for vocal melody ideas, then that's the stuff that I co-write. Um, you know, I can I'll play it for Stu, see if he's digging, if he's picking up anything on it or, you know, in the past with Hansi and probably in the future with Hansi. So that's that's just the normal way it goes. I mean, if I if I'm hearing vocal parts and lyrics or if I have a specific like when I decided, okay, I'm going to write a song about the Irish Brigade at the Battle of Fredericksburg, I mean, that was obviously destined to be an Iced earth song because i'm i'm putting the entire thing together but you know it's it's usually when i don't have a specific direction of where i'm going to take a song lyrically or from a vocal standpoint that's the stuff that i co-write with other people
0: Killer, man. Well, thank you for that insight. And uh, yeah, about Hansi, man, like he's always bananas vocally, but like his performance on this record is unbelievable. He's so great. The guy is indefatigable and ageless. His voice is sick.
1: I'm sorry, man. You were cutting out the first Um, the first half of what you said there.
0: No worries. I was just saying what a great performance Hansi has on this record, man. I mean, he's always great, but like his performance on this album is just unbelievable.
1: (laughs) man. You know, and I mean, yes, Hanzi is, uh, is, is always great because he's, he is, uh, you know, he's just a super creative singer. He's got a big dynamic range. Um, but I think his, his real, uh, talent is in the way that he crafts vocal parts. You know, he looks at it as like a, an orchestration type of thing. He's very influenced by Freddie Mercury, and that's where that big stacking and you know building these big chords out of a out of a single vocal melody come from. And I think you know the one of the things that that one of the things he loves about working with me is that my my goal is always to. I always want the vocals to shine like in whatever, whoever I'm working with, whatever it is, because we're writing, we're writing little stories. You know, I mean, that's what it is, whether it's me writing the the whole thing or if I'm co-writing somebody else, whatever. But the goal is to set up a certain story. And to be able to deliver the emotion that connects with that story. And that means you have to leave space for the vocals. I mean, if you have too many things going on where everything's battling each other and covering each other up, then it makes it it makes it actually harder for something to shine. And uh, I think that's one of the things that that Hansi really loves about working with me is that I'm, I he knows that I'm like that. And I'm, I want to I mean, there's a lot going on in this music. And trust me, if you start breaking it down and look at it, all of the lead guitar melodies that are weaving through the rhythms and the way the drums and bass are working and everything, there's going to be things, layers and layers to discover as people listen to this over the course of a year or two or whatever. But, um, you know, that. Space that's there to allow the vocal to shine and breathe is crucial and you know whenever uh, whenever there's it's there Hansi just immediately you know he loves it because he gives him it gives him
0: space to do his thing and it's a he's a badass man no question about that that is every singer's dream that the guitar player or the the, the main songwriter or composer writes with them in mind. Because I always feel like your your average bands, the guitars and the vocals always battle. But I love the Queen reference, and again, I definitely also felt that listening back to this record, especially on Timeless Spirit, especially Dark Side of Her Majesty, Universal Truth. You hear, you totally hear that. Uh, so that layering, that classic Queen seventies layering, which is especially against the context of this heavy music is great, man.
1: Yeah, man, for sure.
0: And so as we wind this down, because I want to give you back your time, you've been really gracious as always, John. Uh, I know there's no... I know you have a very full schedule. Is there a chance that we're going to get some more touring to, behind this record? Or is it going to be sort of as it's you know as it comes? Uh,
1: there is no touring this year um, for Ice Earth or Blind Guardian or Demons and Wizards. We're both going into... Ice Earth and Blind Guardian world. As I said, I'm working on my first book right now, and it's going to be a very special release, um, really unique idea for a book. And that's coming. Uh, well, it'll be announced in about a month. There'll be a, you know, a press release about it. But that's that's what I'm working on at the moment. Plus, doing press for Demons and stuff. Then my next actual production is is working for the Witherfall guys, and that'll go till about the middle of May, and then. At that point, I plan on hiking again, at least for a couple weeks to get my head clear because it's been insanely busy, you know, year since I, since I left Arizona, it's been full speed ahead. So, um, I want to do that before I really dig into the next ice earth riding cycle. And, uh, and once we, once we get there, you know, um, that's, that's what the agenda is. So we're... Probably the chance of doing Demons and Wizards shows is, uh, isn't is going to really happen until like 2022 probably.
0: Well, fair enough, man. We'll have to wait. And once again, I'm sure just like this time around, everybody will show up again. Uh, I'm glad to hear you're taking care of yourself, man. That's the most important thing more than any of these things. Super important self-care. Uh, thank you so much for this music. Thank you so much for your time, John. I really appreciate it. Thanks for hanging out with Ghost Colt.
1: Take care of yourself.
0: You take care, too. See you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for checking out today's podcast. Follow, like, and subscribe wherever you hear these podcasts. Also, check out Ghost Cult Magazine on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And finally, check us out at ghostcultmag.com. We're out. Peace.